What's up, everybody? Today we're talking about the Popeye's chicken craze and a lot more on Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Courtney Stewart is in Europe still. She's living her best life. But I have two great co-hosts with me today. I got my man right here, Donnie. How are you? How are you doing? Doing great. And we got Cheeto as well in the house. What's going on? And if you guys don't know, Donnie is the CEO of Radical Superfoods, and Cheeto just premiered his new show last night on BET, Sisters, and uh, he's killing the game right now. Absolutely. You know, we're excited to have you guys. Thank you for having me. So, listen, we got a lot of topics that we're going to talk about today, but let's talk about this heat in L.A. first. Hot. I mean, it's very hot. It's very hot, right? Yeah, right. there's fires actually going yeah. on right now. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that when I was pulling up. Yeah, not a good situation. It's spreading, but hopefully they get that under control. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Southern California living, right? Right. As soon as you step outside, you're already starting to sweat. I mean, already like sweating. Going through, I already went through two shirts already, so it's just... <laughs> but you look good, man. You <laughs> came already. Thank you. You came right. already. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for joining us today. Mm-hmm. I mean, when the first topic we're going to talk about is actually, uh, we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, is Tyler Perry. He's been in the news a lot because mm-hmm. he just opened up his new studio in Atlanta. I was there for that, yeah. And you were the, oh, so you were one of the That's star-studded right. people that uh-huh. were at that <laughs> studio because I saw Oprah, Holly Berry, yeah. you know, all A-listers. Whoever you can think of. You can yeah. think of. So yeah. many people from his cast. I thought mm-hmm. it was super cool also that he actually had stars of all of oh, his actors shows, yeah. in the shows. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty dope. Yeah. So you have Sisters that premiered last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. What is it like working with Tyler Perry? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, he, I mean, obviously we, t- we can t- just talk a long time about what he's accomplished and what he's been doing. I mean, just being on set, I mean, he had an actor-friendly set. It was just, you know, very, very fast-paced. I don't yeah. think people understand we were, like, moving at war speed. I mean, there was... You have very little room for, for mistakes. I and, heard and he's it, like, a, you, you do it one time, yeah, like you better and, come and, ready. And, and it's cool because, I mean, it really puts you on your A game and, yeah. and your preparation. And we worked, like, around the clock. A lot of us um, actors, we just wanted to make sure that we put together a great performance. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a lot of fun. He had really, you know, a real standard of excellence he wanted us to have. And it just it just made for a great show. Yeah, and I, I one thing that has been in the news as well, Steve Harvey has been mm-hmm. teasing that he's going to do a collaboration with Tyler Perry. Yeah, I just heard about that. Yeah, and yeah. maybe a new talk show. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of information out about it yet. But Steve yeah. did go to social media and tweeted. You know, he was at the studio as well, which mm-hmm. you probably saw him, and he was mentioning that. You know, you got to see this brother's studio. He said it's unbelievable, and I know that it was 330 acre complex, yeah. and and uh, you know, there's a lot of different rooms that have their own themes. Apparently, yeah, as well. yeah, and it's crazy because. I mean, the little part where we filmed that, I mean, we didn't even see the entire studio. So that when I was able to, you know, go back for the grand opening, I saw the entire lot because we yeah. were in this one area. And I was like, okay, this is big enough. And then only to hop on the trolley and go around, I was like, holy, this, man. You said trolley. Whole, yeah, yeah, it's like, the, exactly. you know, it was, it was big. Like, it was big. We got to get on the trolleys, you yeah. know, to go around. And, but it was just incredible and it's very inspiring. I mean, a lot of people were just, you know, in big emotions about it because yeah. it's just like, it's a lot to take in that what one man has, has accomplished. And obviously with the support of the community. Yeah. And he's just given so many of us um, an opportunity to showcase our talents and abilities. A lot of us on the show are fresh faces. Yeah. And this is our, you know, our first go around to really, you know, get out there. And, you know, you can't thank him enough. I mean, just even last night with the premiere and being over at his house and just, you know, trying to take it in as a, as a young actor out here in, in L.A., it's just, it's, it's priceless. Uh-huh. Were you in Atlanta as of yesterday, or were you still in L.A.? No, we were in L.A. Uh, okay. yesterday, yeah, okay. yeah. We flew back in because we had our premiere in Atlanta um, a few days ago. So we came back in, got acclimated, and had the premiere yesterday. 
And Which is incredible. What's your What's your character? What is he? What's he? Uh, so I play um, Gary Marshall Borders on the show. So he's a very wealthy, successful CEO of a Fortune 500 company, and um, he brings a lot of drama to the show. <laughs> Drama's good. That Drama's good. Yeah, yeah, brings a lot of drama to the show. But um, he, you know, he's a very, very um, passionate young man. Yeah. He's a, he's a he's a, he's wealthy. He's accustomed yeah. to success. He's accustomed to getting what he wants, and he's not shy about it. You know, he's very charming. He he has a way with words, and like I said, he, he's in love with Andy. That, um, the character on the show, so it, it's going to bring a lot, a lot of fun to it. I can't wait to yeah. like continue yeah. to watch. I'm trying it. not to give anything away. But I know. Like, I'm like, what can you tell us? You know, what can you, Are you guys tell us? To? Yeah. You want to? No, no, no. no. We don't want like, Tyler calling us out. Exactly. <laughs> so I want people to continue to tune in and, and enjoy it. I mean, I just love Tyler's business sense, you know. And uh, Donnie and I were actually speaking about that a little bit earlier. Is just first of all, when does he sleep? Because mm. I mean, I just feel like he's producing just so much has content. Hands on every he's shows, created a lot of content. Everything. Yeah. Hands on everything. We were talking about some of our favorite movies that he was in, and also you just respect his just business sense as a whole. Yeah, it's pretty you impressive kind of what he's done. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's really a whole enterprise, and he's produced so much content so fast yeah. that it's astonishing. But that's why I'm not surprised to hear you say the around-the-clock nature yeah. of the production. I don't know how else you would do it and create as much content yeah, as yeah. he does. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's, we're moving fast-paced. I mean, everyone, I mean, it's like I said, it's a very exciting environment yeah. because we, we're, we're all prepared. We all know what, we, what we're doing. But like I said, for the actors, I mean, we were, you know, we were on it. Yeah. You know, even on our days off, we were getting together and we were rehearsing and, you know, because we were really passionate about it. We really, really wanted this show to be you know a hit yeah and you don't know, just hearing some of some of their re- rating reviews right now that you know it was a success it's like all right now we're on the yeah. scene so let's, let's keep it going i mean you've done a lot of great things too mm-hmm. man so you know we're, we're looking forward to see where your other projects lead to absolutely as well. absolutely yeah and then you so, had kind of like the night slot you know you had the you know prime time slot prime, the, yeah. oval first, the oval first and then, and us, yeah. and then sisters and so. two different contrasting shows too which, yeah. was, which makes it a lot of fun for the viewers and you got the oval and then you know you said went into us you know yeah. Um, diving into very relatable, I like to say, relationships and women navigating their careers, and it's it's just incredible. And the women on our show are just they're phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I mean they're beautiful, obviously, but I mean hardworking, incredible workers. I mean they just bring a very focused intensity to the set, and it's just easy for the guys to follow behind and and, and follow and follow their lead. Well, man, I you know I know it's going to be a huge success because like I said, everything Tyler touches is is great. It's yeah. golden. Yeah. You know? Well. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more later. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to this next topic. All right. Well, Halloween is here. Yeah. And you guys have your outfits ready? Mm. I've never been the biggest Halloween person. You know, the big Halloween? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I if it is a party or something, I guess I can figure something out. But I just never been like, oh, Halloween's coming. I'm gonna right. You yeah, never been. Yeah. What was the last costume that you actually wore? I couldn't even. You like? I got. You like? I got to dig I back into dig the, back into the archives for that one, man. I just. Yeah, just never been in. Never been into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. With Donnie, you got kids, so I do. I'm sure that I have know. two kids, and I'm definitely lagging behind on my decorations at our house. <laughs> we do have like a nine foot minion that inflates, and uh, oh, you go all out. Usually, you know, it's 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 an attraction for sure when people walk by it. And uh, here we are, and we're right around the corner from Halloween, and I still haven't put it up. So maybe now. Oh, you haven't put it up. I yet. haven't. Okay. I will maybe tomorrow. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I put it up like a month in advance, and now I. Uh, now I've let it slide a little bit, but I'll be on it. All right, all right. You know, party in Donnie's house. But, well, uh, I, I love Halloween. It's actually my favorite time of year. But uh, it's a very interesting topic that's been in the news this week. Actually, I thought we were getting past this, but apparently not. Uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, which I'm sure many of us have shopped at and, and mm. bought a lot of things from, they were getting a lot of criticism this week because of a apparent black-faced uh, pumpkin that was being sold online. There, it was a jack-o'-lantern. Mm. So apparently, you can only get this jack-o'-lantern online and. Uh, 
uh, a law firm in New York had bought a couple of these pumpkins and placed it outside of their law firm. Mm-hmm. A couple employees walked out, saw it, got very offended, and um, yeah, they they have recalled from you know putting this product out. It's no Absolutely. longer available, and it's a bit you know they've apologized. It's an apology and said there was no you know misintent to do anything wrong or wrongdoing. But we, I feel like keep we, doing keep, we keep talking about this blackface subject. Right. And, you know, I want to get your perspectives on on this. I mean, uh, you know, do you think that this was something intentional or do you think that this was something that just w- was clueless? And if it is clueless, how are we at a, a corporate, major corporate office that doesn't have anyone who can realize that this is offensive to people? But we'll start, we'll start with you, Donnie. Well, I would really hope it's clueless and not intentional, because if it's in t- intent matters a lot here, and so if it was intentional, we, there are very serious problems at hand. You would have to think that somebody just assumed we're talking about pumpkins and it couldn't be offensive. And you know, when I first saw the headline, I assumed like, you know, how bad could this be? But when I saw the pictures, it, it does not. It does not bode well. It really. Yeah. It is not a good representation here, and it does not reflect well on them, so I'm glad they pulled it, and I understand the sensitivity to it. It makes sense to me, but I would, you would really just hope that this was just being a bit clueless here. A bit clueless, yeah. Mm, just yeah. individually continuing to... It's just, people, <laughs> I just, it's just tiring, just people continuing to, to drop the ball, yeah. you know what I mean? Especially, in, you know, the decision makers in the room. I mean, it's obviously a complete lack of diversity, because there's no way I could sit in a room and let some walk about walk out of it regardless of if it's a pumpkin or not you yeah. know what i mean like i don't care yeah you, you know it's a pumpkin it's not i didn't take it that way nah it's just just you wouldn't even go there yeah. like you've seen it it's, it's complete negligence now because you've seen enough of it you yeah. know what i mean to do anything in blackface so it's just it's tiring to talk about man it's just yeah man, it's just yeah. like man you know yeah, it's, it's, you know, it. it's just one of those things. It's like I feel like we always have this subject, and at what point do people realize? Just just stay away just from stay anything. Away from if, if it even reminds you of a black face, just stay away from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just right. just don't even do it. Don't dress up like Halloween. Just 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 stay away from it. Yeah. You know, just, I'm just hoping you got people in position in those positions to be that are able to speak up and say something. You know what I mean? Not just having diversity in the room, but like, okay, can I use my voice right now and be able to, exactly. to do it? So again, that's again dropping the ball. You know. So yeah, I mean, I'd we've say. had a, it's a different situation, but we've had situations with H and M and 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 some of the other fashion brands who, you know, certain things that were offensive to people of color have gone through and just kind of pushed gotten yeah. through this this where it's in the public's eye and people are like oh I didn't realize that or I didn't realize this was going to be offensive it's like at what point it's not an do, excuse the, anymore. yeah at what yeah. point is it not an excuse anymore yeah. you know and you know, it, it's just it, it's you're right it's tiresome to have it so to keep being slapped in the face with it mm-hmm. I feel like absolutely know. so alright well Bad Bath Beyond hopefully you <laughs> take care of that problem because we don't want to see those uh, jack-o'-lanterns black-faced jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> alright uh, next topic is uh <laughs> This is something I've been excited about. I know Donnie may have some uh, strong viewpoints about this, but the Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> see, see, it gets the music with that one. Wow. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. Wow, wow. So this uh, chicken sandwich premiered back in August. Yeah. Uh, and it is now, you know, mid, well, the end of October. And uh, there was a, they've been sold, sold out, out right? nationally, yeah. sold yeah. out. So apparently there is a, a new, um, new a batch of chicken sandwiches that are going to be put out back in, in November. Oh, wow. um, so people will have the chance to, to get those chicken sandwiches and try it. Uh, I, listen, I, I'm one of those people. 
I'm very excited about this really? chicken sandwich. Uh, and I've been hearing about it. Um, I I want I want to know what the craze is. Almost like when uh, Patty LaBelle had the patty. Well, she still does have the the patty pies. It's like mm-hmm. I want I want I had to taste it. You yeah, know? I had to experience it. Now, uh, Donnie, I know that you, you know you are a vegan advocate. I am, and um, you know I know that this is a the sub uh, interesting probably subject for you because you you see the hype about things, but you have a different perspective on why people should not be eating you know, meat. Yeah, whether you're talking about chicken or, in this case, right, or meat or fish or any animal, really. It's just, I mean... I understand that people like the taste of these foods, right? E- even leave aside the fact that there's there's just no chance this sandwich is good for you, right? So you could, you could put health aside. But from an ethical standpoint, we, d- we just don't have to eat these chickens, right? We're talking about chickens here, so I'll leave all other animals out for a minute. Um, and there, there were probably long stretches of human history where we did need to eat animals to survive. But today we don't, right? It is just absolutely an option that we can avoid and not exploit these animals, right? We just don't have to do it. Um, now, there are also, there's a giant ripple effect to eating animals. It, it has a negative effect on your health. It has a negative effect on the environment. And it's certainly not good for the animals because we're exploiting them to the nth degree. So I would argue that despite how much people may like some of these products, um, it is a much better choice to just opt out entirely. I, I mean, I, I understand, and and you know, I know that uh, you're, you're what you specialize in is is trying to steer people from those things. And I mean, okay, Cheeto, are you, have you want to try the sandwich as well? I mean, you know, um, I don't know. I've been torn on it. I mean, it's yeah. just like I'm not a big fast food person in general okay. anyway. Yeah. So, um, and I have been steering clear of meat yeah. a little bit. You okay. know what I mean? Just tapering off, I guess I would say. Like, and what's your reason for that? Just I just wanted to you know eat different just foods, yeah, and, and and cut back. I wouldn't say I was just you know deep in as animals and all that stuff that you were, but it's more so like you know I want to try different foods. And um, but I'm not a big fast food guy, okay. so I saw the craze of Popeyes going on, and yeah. I could, but I just couldn't figure out why everyone's going cur- like you would drive down the road and <laughs> yeah. see lines, lines around the block, lines, around the yeah, block, yeah. this chicken sandwich, and I was like, there's no way this thing is. It, I, I, like, I'm not doing that. I'm right. not standing in line for that car. So. You know, I haven't tried it, so I can't speak on how good it is. Right. But it's just like there's nothing out there that's going to make me sit in line that long. Yeah. You know, to to to, to try to have it. So I mean, I wouldn't wait in line for no iPhone or shoes or anything like that. Right. It's just, I, 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 you're like, if, if you're like, if I see a line, I'm, out. line I'm out. I'm not You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I drove by one time and I was like, oh, I think, okay, so I made a U turn. I'll like, go. Try. And then the line picked. I was like, you know what? It's I'm out. We're yeah. Good. So. We'll see. I mean, I, like I said, I'm surprised it sold out though. That's I, so that was so crazy. But you know what's so crazy? That's the power of social media because you were seeing so many people doing the comparisons within yeah. the other companies yeah. got into it, and then you just you just felt compelled. Like, well, shit, I want to go get some eat. Yeah, and it's in your face. I might as well go try that. Yeah, you know. So well, and also I feel like that also stepped up a lot of fast food restaurants to offer a assortment of variety of different things that are not meat. You mm-hmm. know, like the uh, what's the 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 non, uh, the non the, like the impossible the impossible burger, burger. Yeah, like even, about, even yeah. Burger King has an impossible burger now yeah. uh, as alternates because of things like you're talking about with health yeah you know? that's interesting and so you know for people who are meat lovers how do you convince them that they should not be eating meat well yeah, I'm curious about that too. yeah there, there's a variety of topics that we could talk about that all answer that question but I I would start by by saying this look there we have um, separated animals into three categories quite arbitrarily, right? We have 
pets that we treat as family members, right? Our dogs and cats, dog. and we, we love them and we treat them as our own, right? And then we've got wildlife, elephants and giraffes and other things that we revere in their natural surroundings and certainly would wish them no harm, and many people advocate for, you know, endangered species and other things. And then we've got this category of livestock, poultry, and seafood, which is really the animals that we exploit on a day-to-day basis in an era when we don't have to, right? And if I was to ask you, like, would you eat a dog? Absolutely not. Now, why would you not? Now, I'm agreeing with you. I wouldn't eat a dog either. But what if, if you really think about the reason, because there are parts of the world where they would eat a dog. Sure. So why would you not eat a dog? Uh, I mean, well, I think it's, it's something that I... I I love my dog. I mean, I love it's my pet. You know, I, I I grew up with my dog. I or have grown up with dogs. It's my pet, right. so I consider it family. I wouldn't eat. You know, like that. It's it's family. Right, but d- does part of the family. Does your view of that animal's worth have any bearing on how that animal is experiencing the world? Right. the The animal is not in. The animals are not in on our game plan of. We're going to exploit these animals and put them in factory farms and give them terrible conditions and then ultimately kill them and eat them. And then these we're going to give a great life to. I mean, right, we, we can treat all these animals the same because they all have similar experiences, right? Sure. They're all sentient animals. They all mm-hmm. have a brain and a central nervous system. They are emotional beings. We know that they are. We know they have families. They care about their families. They have friends, right? You wouldn't question this with a dog, right? right? A dog has friends, recognizes the family that it lives with and other people in the neighborhood. You know when your dog is happy, when your dog is sad or scared. This is not a mystery. And we know that these animals don't want to die, right? Because if you set a fire next to a dog, the dog's not jumping into the fire, right? right? If you chase a dog with a bat screaming, they're running in the other direction, right? right? They're trying to preserve their well-being. Do you think for a second that it's any different with a chicken or a cow or a pig or any of these other animals? They're all equally, maybe not all the exact same, but they all have some level of sentience and emotional capacity and awareness and don't want to suffer, and don't want to die. And so what right do we have to exploit them in an era where we don't have to to be healthy? We don't have to to survive. We just, again, maybe we did in the past, but we don't have to anymore. So how do you justify it, given that, and that there's really not those differences between a dog and a cow, for example? Well, I, I think I think we've been conditioned, as you were saying, to mm-hmm. eat uh, eat those. Things. Do you have a pet, Cheeto? No, no pets. No. no. Pet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've just been conditioned as as a people to do certain things, right. to certain lifestyle things. Um, I mean, I you know, we've been taught. Some people do have chickens as pets. I, I I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, I I have never experienced that, but I've just been taught that you know you you have the chicken at the farm and you eat the eggs. You eat chicken. You know you eat you know the cow, the beef and and meat. I'm not a big red meat or, or mm-hmm. meat eater myself, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but I do eat meat. Um, I think a, a lot of people have a, 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 a idea of like where would they get their protein. Right. Um, I don't know if that's a, would be a concern that you think yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean you're, you're a fit dude. Yeah, you know, that's so. definitely always, I mean, obviously I know there are sources where you can get sure. different proteins, um, vegan style proteins, but it's just like, that is a question that a lot of people would ask, you know what I mean? Okay, well, where would I get my protein from? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I know know that you can get them from your fishes and different things like that, but like that is a question that I know a lot of people would have to answer. Right, and yeah. and so first of all, there's there's a documentary that just came out on Netflix called The Game Changers, and I'd highly encourage you to watch it because it is elite athletes from around the world that are actually you should see what switch happens over. with their performance when they switch over to a complete plant based diet. But this idea that 
vegans cannot get ample protein on an all-plant-based diet is just a complete and utter myth. Mm. Um, all protein originates in plants. You know, we are, we, when the animals eat the plants and we eat the animals, we're just stripping out these amazing phytonutrients and fibers and other beneficial components of plants, and we're eating the animal, but we, we just, we don't need to do that. I mean, right. there are vegan bodybuilders, there are b- vegan strongmen, mm. there are vegan tennis players, there are, you could take any um, category of sports that you want, and you would look at those people and go, look, these people are clearly not protein or nutrient deficient, mm-hmm. right? So that is just a myth that has been perpetuated for years. It's just not grounded in reality. Yeah. Well, I think also another thing is is uh, people, it matters what level of income you have. I mean, there's a misconception on things like if you're, you know... It is a seem to be pricey. It seems to be pricey. Yeah. I mean, I know that we've had conversations outside of this about like Whole Foods, and Whole Foods is not in low-income neighborhoods, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So if you're going to a grocery store, you have a family, you're making $25,000 a year, you have a family of five that you mm-hmm. need to feed, you're going to go to what foods can, feed, can yeah, feed your family, you know, and those are things that affect, I think, you also, like a plant-based diet versus like a regular diet. Mm. Yeah, so it, it's an interesting point and I think also a misconception. So if you were to comp- if you were to go buy, you know, we talked about imp- the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. The Impossible Whopper is more expensive than the regular Whopper, yeah. right? Or you can look at vegan cheeses or other things that may be either comparable or on the higher end of the price spectrum. But th- this is not what people need to be eating to eat a healthy, whole food, plant-based diet. You don't want to be eating tons of processed foods anyway. The reality is that the poorest countries in the world are often vegan by default. They can't even afford the more expensive animal-based products. They are eating beans and grains and rice and potatoes and other things. So you can actually shop the outside perimeter of the supermarket where they have all the fresh whole foods and, and buy some healthy grains, and you are not spending more money. In fact, there are even books on there like how to be vegan for $4 a day or yeah. being vegan on a budget. So, again, somebody could live a very healthy lifestyle and just not spend more money. In fact, most people would probably save money from where they were unless you want to go to Whole Foods, right. buy mm-hmm. all the most expensive vegan items. Of, right. There's no question you could do that, sure. but that is at your discretion. It yeah. is not a necessity. Yeah. And, Cheeto, since you're on set a lot, you know, yeah. how do you kind of maintain, you know, you're on Tyler Perry's set? Yeah. How do you, what do you eat? You know, what are you doing to, like, kind of keep the, keep the, trying to eat the around the clock. Health. Yeah, trying to eat around the clock. I mean, um, it's like, it's funny you said, I'm like you, I don't eat, I steered away from a lot of red meats. I wouldn't say I did for anything particular, it was just more so that I just don't eat, yeah. I don't gravitate to it, yeah. you know, but, um, I do try to, I mean, I'm eating like every three hours, you know, a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, um, you know, salads has become my biggest one of my biggest things because sometimes you're just I, I don't like to gorge eat, so yeah. I don't like to just like yeah, there's chicken and all that stuff there. I don't want to just like do over my portion size of yeah. it. But you know, um, you just eating every three hours, and you know we have really good food options out there, so they really take care of us. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of healthy items, they have vegan options. Um, craft so services is craft services is, is, is on is point. They're on, they're on point, man. <laughs> they're on point. So it just allows you to really, you know, get what you want, you know, um, and 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 stay in the shape that you want to stay in. So for me, it was very very important to have food around the clock because yeah. every time I, we, I finished the scene, I was like, "Well, yo, what's craft services? You know, yeah. I need like a, a protein shake, or I need I need an apple, or a bowl of berries, or something like that." So. Yeah. Have you uh, actually uh, finished filming all of the yeah, episodes? Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're wrapped. We're wrapped okay. all the episodes right now, yeah. Okay, so. and, and then, so with that, you know, and working with Tyler, how, how did he kind of 
like what did you learn from him? Because I feel like there's so much to learn from this guy. I mean, just trusting your instincts was probably the biggest thing um, because, like I said, we're working so fast. So you know, you really, really have to. I mean, just fall in love with your your initial percep- perception of what you've you know your, the homework that you've done, yeah. and what you you prepared, and just trusting it and going out there and just being like, okay, this is what I feel, this is what it is, and, and, and going to do it. And he allows you to do that. And then there's freedom for change too. You know, like. You know, there's a few times where like, hey, you can you know, could do this a little differently, or you know, try some, try something else that you're, you're thinking. You're like, yeah. okay, yeah, all right, all right. You yeah, because it comes up as you're doing the scene. So yeah. he allows a lot of freedom on set. You know, but I, I think the biggest thing takeaway I've taken is, is trusting your, my instincts. Trusting instincts. Yeah. And then when you went to audition for the role, I hear I've heard that he <clears> won't necessarily <throat> tell you what that particular role is. You may read for something totally. Different yeah, I mean, and um, I mean, morphs I'll, it into that. Yeah, I'll speak from my personal audition process. Like I, I, I did go um, audition for um, a, a show before that, um, the Oval. So I mean, I auditioned for a couple roles on there and tested for a couple roles on there, and um, then I read for another role on on um, Sisters. And um, I remember coming back to L.A., starting a new job. It was on, it was like on a Wednesday. Started a new job that day, bartending. And like nighttime, I remember my agent called me. It was like, "Yo, um, you got, you know, you remember you got your test, you know, audition for um, Sisters." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." And they're like, "Yeah, but you're gonna fly back to Atlanta for it." And I was like, "Oh, okay, when? Cool." And they're like, "Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow morning." And I was like, "Oh, oh wow. dang!" So, so wait, I, what was the time in between? Uh, like, Ooh. let's just say eight p.m., nine p.m. And then we were, I was on a flight the next morning. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, yeah. So went out there, and then like I said, did my um, test and read for um, the role. I eventually got right now, and. I just remember getting that call like a week later, like, yeah, you got the part. Wow. How like, long did it take for you to find out after you did <laughs> it that? Was like, maybe like, I think it was like five, maybe five, six days, I think it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, for my year, because I remember coming back, and um, yeah, because it was after my birthday, and I remember coming back, and then it was rolling right into close to like Memorial Week, and I think it was. And then getting that call, I was like, lap around the apartment. I, I had right. to go work out, because that's what I do when I just get too much energy, because I was like, I, I'm going to go work out and just like get some of this out. But it was probably one of the most exciting times of my life. But it was just, a, it was a, crazy crazy process you know what i mean just you know the auditions and reading for multiple roles and you know he has just, he has a great eye yeah and he can he just sees that's right here. and if you if you if they like you and they see the time they, they know what they're doing that's why they're, they're he is what he is yeah. you know he's able to just place it and i mean he's perfectly casted like i said both of our shows are just incredible and then uh, how quickly did you start filming for the episodes right after you Gosh, you I think we started filming, was it July? Yeah, in, in July, I think it was, in July, yeah. August. Yeah, we knocked our season out in like three and a half weeks, I think it was. Wow. Yeah, a month, yeah. Boom. And then as an actor right now, especially an African-American actor, do you Mm -hmm. feel that, you know, we've seen a lot of change in the last couple years in the industry as far as, like, roles that are available. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more. uh, uh, When I look at even when I look at commercials now, it's so interesting to me to see, you know, people of color on the commercials a lot more than I used to. Or or television shows, it seems like it's it's really starting to change. It's slowly getting there, yeah. It's a a little uptick, I guess. But for, um, I I mean, for myself, that's one of the reasons I love, like, the character I'm playing because he is a, a very successful man and it is good for you know I remember I remember watching TV myself and it's just like man like I was around you know I've I've seen lawyers and 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 businessmen and successful people so it was like but why is that not being depicted on TV when I'm only seeing you know African-American guys and you know just the street the street role yeah I mean that's the only way that you feel like it'd be successful so you know seeing how some of these characters are making their way onto TV right now and seeing how like you know I have a younger brother who's 18 19 
how he's able to see that and be like, oh, okay, you know, because TV is very impressionable. Sure. You know what I mean, so you're watching and you're able to see, see yourself. See you're yourself. Like, I can do like, that. Oh, yeah, I yeah. could have did that. Or, yeah. oh, yo, this dude reminds me of me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's just not a, a ball player or uh, a gangster. Right. You know what I mean? There are other guys doing other things. So it's a it's a lot of fun to start seeing these roles come in in your email, open it up, and like, oh, this is a young doctor, African American doctor, is early 30s or something. You're like, Dope. All right, right cool. Like, like, right. I, yeah, I got this. You know, because I've, yeah, right. I've always wanted to play those the smart, and very articulate yeah. characters. Because I was in my books, and yeah. you know, I love. I, I do want to be on there and be like, yeah, put me in a power suit. You know what I mean? Or put me, give me a little stethoscope and walk in there and start right. talking about different body parts and stuff like that. So it's it's cool to see those roles coming in now. Well, yeah. I'm excited to see where your career goes, man. Absolutely. You know, and you got some some great things. And, yeah. And uh, and, and the, the ladies love you, man. It's like man. as soon as they heard you were coming in the studio, they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we watched the show last night. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. It's, lit. it's a lot of fun. See, look, look, look. J Lo from the studio, right there. Hey, Donnie, you know, listen. What if Tyler Perry? If you had your chance to be in front of Tyler Perry, and and I'm not sure, you know, if Tyler Perry is a meat lover or not. But if he if he is, how would you convince him to change his mind? Well, how much time would I have? I mean, here's the reality: is I think most people are actually vegan at heart already. They just haven't aligned their actions with what they already believe to be true like are you how do you feel about animal cruelty would you say that you're against animal cruelty i would definitely say i'm against animal cruelty. right i don't want to see you know i don't you're, you're against animal cruelty i think most people are against animal cruelty now i define animal cruelty as you know causing pain suffering or death to an animal unnecessarily right i'm not talking about you're on a deserted island and you have to kill an animal to survive or these crazy hypotheticals that people could throw at you. You're camping in a bear attack, right? We're talking about ne- like, unnecessarily like a, like hurting an animal. naked and afraid where they have you to kill their prey. <laughs> you don't have to do that, right? And that, that would be cruel. And, and I guess my question is, do you think it's necessary to eat animals? Do you think you have to? I mean, I'm a vegan. My family's vegan. There's millions of vegans around the world. Do you, I think we're all walking evidence of this. But do, do you think... It's necessary for your survival or even for your health I to mean, I eat think animals. It was kind of those things I was saying to Cheeto earlier. I, I think it's just uh, when you grow up with something and mm. it's, 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 it's what you know. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I grew up eating meat. A lot of my family eats pork. If I said to them I'm to stop eating pork, I don't even know the, right. my grandmother may slap me. You know, mm-hmm. right. uh, I, I know now living in California, which I feel like I'm privileged to to, to have resources of things that, yeah. that allow me to know I don't need to necessarily eat Meat per se. You'd be fine uh, if you didn't. Right? I'd be if fine you didn't if I didn't. Products. I mean, I w- you know, there are certain things I would definitely miss. Uh, I would like the opportunity to eat the Popeyes chicken sandwich before I gave <laughs> up meat. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, but you know, all jokes aside, yes, I know that there's other places to 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 get your protein. It's just a fact. On I I had the idea of, of the cost involved in that mm-hmm. to to, to yeah. live that, um, and also you know where like am I going to you know. I, I need to be full. You know, I work out, you know, myself. So yeah. it's like, you know, you. I'm thinking like, okay, what do I substitute for that in order to live a, still a very healthy life? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. do, I, do I think that also, you know, there's lots of foods that are injected with things that we should not be eating yeah. and, and yeah. Are, are causing unfortunate uh, uh, medical issues for people? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be something that may st- steer my mind uh, to a more plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, which I'll let you speak about that, as, you know, as well. well but. There's yeah, there's a lot to unpack there in what you said. The first part was you just said, look, you've been doing it forever, right? You you grew up with this. Your your grandparents were eating it, and you know, 
that in and of itself is not a justification to continue to exploit animals. Just because we've been doing something for a long time doesn't in and of itself make it right. Sure. I mean, can you think of other examples of things we've done for a long time as a culture that aren't good, that aren't right? Um, and so you can't you can't look to culture to determine what's right and wrong. Even even if you look at certain parts of the world where there's inequality and girls don't have the same access to education as, sure. as boys and women in society don't have the same rights as men. Do we just throw up our hands and go, look, it's culturally normal there for that inequality right. to exist and therefore it's fine. We, we would not take that position. And so just because something's been done for a long period of time or culturally normal does not make it okay. Now, th- this idea... And I wasn't saying it's right. Right. You know, Under- just understand what we're conditioned... To, a lot of people are conditioned to... They, they are. It's absolutely part of the culture we were all born into. But the idea that, um, you know, you wouldn't be able to get full or get your nutrition from, you know, plant-based sources, again isn't true and I would I would say that you should you should try it. You'd realize that the alternative of eating an all plant based diet is is actually quite easy. I mean you have to be willing to take that shot and take a first step. But again I think if you were confronted with the animal in front of you, if I if I opened the hottest hamburger joint in LA and we had lines around the block like the Popeyes story that you were describing. Imagine that you get to the front of the line and you're there and I said, look, you could choose between 10 plant-based burgers. I've got Beyond, I've got Impossible, I got a mushroom burger, I got a quinoa burger, whatever it is. Mm. Or I'll give you the actually the freshest burger you've ever had because on my left here is actually a living cow. All you got to do is say the word I will slaughter that cow, and I will grill part of it for you. We'll grind it up and do it. But if you choose the plant-based burger, we'll let this cow go, mm. right? Are you choosing the, the vegan option, or are you choosing to kill the animal? I'm sorry, yeah, but is, is the, is the, this is a lot of pressure. Is the cow yeah, right in front of me? The cow's yeah. right in front of you. Uh, I think most people would... I, I think most people yeah. would not kill a cow because you'd look at it and go, look, it's not necessary for me to kill the cow. Now, if I was starving... Maybe, but I'm just at a restaurant. I don't have to kill that cow. I could actually opt for the plant-based option and leave this cow alone. And I'm saying now, I just want you to imagine the same scenario. You get to the front of the line at the same restaurant, and you just you don't see the cow anymore. Now the cow is 200 miles away from you in a building called a slaughterhouse with the same person killing it the same way. What's the difference? I realize I've adjusted the proximity. I understand that when you order a burger, they're not killing the animal on the spot. But we do live in a supply and demand system, right? The only reason they're breeding these animals into existence killing them and cutting them up into pieces and serving them to us where we don't see the animal is because we keep buying it. We're perpetuating the demand. And you have the option to buy plant-based options, which will, you know, lessen the exploitation of animals. Over time, we would breed fewer and fewer into existence as more and more people adopt a vegan diet or shift to a more plant-based lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I, it's, this conversation could go on and on and on and on and Look, on. It's, I mean, it's got che- layers to it. It's got layers, Cheeto, because <laughs> yeah. we have to wrap soon. Cheeto, yeah. w- w- it, has this changed your opinion on on maybe considering to? I mean, you already weren't eating a lot of meat. Yeah, but, but it's. I mean, it's it's it, it is part of. I mean, part of the factors why I do slowly start, you know, yeah. looking at other alternatives. And I already don't eat meat already like that. Yeah. But it is like when you start hearing stuff like that, you're like, oh, okay, let me. I do open to changing other options and stuff like that but I do like the point that you were talking about as far as you know um, though there is no justification for it there are re- there are realities for yeah. people individuals yeah. especially in low income places where you know how they're shopping and feeding their family so it is something that people need to take in consideration so but 
Listen, listen, I'm gonna it's be a real. I, I can't I, see my cousins and uncles yeah, saying yeah. that they're not gonna have the ribs at the barbecue yeah, anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. you know, I, people, I, you may have to literally. T- you probably you could have the pet or the animal in front of them. And they still say, "I'm yeah. eating my ribs." Yeah, it's like I'm not going. They're like someone's going to a barbecue. They're like I'm not walking up here looking for the salad. It's like where's the, where's the chicken? Right. Where's the ribs? That's where's the, the you know what? Yeah. And, and not saying it's right. I, I understand. <laughs> and people grab onto veganism for different reasons. Some for the ethics, right? Right. Which is what I've spent all this time talking about. Another is for health reasons, right? You have you can not only halt but reverse heart disease by going on a whole food plant based diet, right? Yeah. This has been proven clinically, mm-hmm. right? You're talking about lower incidence of certain types of cancers, lower incidence and even yeah. reversal of type two diabetes, improved blood flow, like lower inflammation. Yeah. I mean, the list of health benefits goes on and on. Not to mention the environmental impact, yeah. like the you know eating animals, exploiting animals, is particularly for food, is the leading cause of habitat destruction, deforestation. Station. I mean, the water use that we're talking about, the greenhouse gas emissions. I, I believe that any one of those strands of discussion, environment, health, or ethics, in and of themselves would support adopting a whole food, plant-based, vegan diet. Sure. Taken in combination, it is overwhelming. Mm, yeah. I just think most people don't think about it because they like the ribs. They, they, it's the world they, like they were the born into. Yeah, so Maybe wait, just people got to give it a try. They got to give it a try. But wait, if people want to, because this conversation goes on and on and on, if people want to know more, Donnie, and and, and and find you to find out more information about this, maybe they're considering changing their plant changing to a plant-based diet where do they find yeah you? and it's not even so much finding me for for that specific purpose um but there, there is a great site called challenge 22 okay. and you go there it is completely free you can sign up and you will even be assigned a mentor and the mm. idea is that you will be vegan for 22 days okay mm. the theory being that it typically takes 21 days to develop a new habit yeah, yeah. they'll give you one extra and go 22 and this this costs you nothing okay. right so there's really no reason um, not to do this, but I, I think it's it's certainly worth giving a try. But if they have specific questions for you, what's your social media handle? Like, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, funny thing is, the best way to reach me where people send me messages is actually through LinkedIn. It's okay. just my full name, right? Okay. And I'm on Instagram as well, and I need to boost my presence on the other platforms. Well, it's Donnie Donnie Mac at the moment. You know, Donnie Macauer. Donnie Macauer. Yes. I just used my, Mac- na- Mac- my name. <laughs> Uh, Cheetah, like, what's uh, where can people find you? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm Cheeto. Uh, my handle is Yeah, I'm Cheeto on Instagram. Actually, on Instagram and Twitter. I just realized that. Yeah. Yeah, Y E A underscore letter I M C H I D O. And then, what can people expect for the remainder of the season? Because I know, you know, a lot of people are excited oh, about man, this show. Man, man, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get all the sound effects, man. <laughs> um,. I'm going to talk about the drama. There's a lot of emotions, a lot of different ranges of emotion, a lot of laughter, a lot of uh, a lot of tears. Um, so we're gonna go through an emotional. Gonna, it's gonna be a roller coaster. coaster. It's gonna be a roller coaster. And um, I just say, you guys know me right now, so we're family. So yeah. take it easy on your boy. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right everybody. Uh, be sure to tune in to Sisters uh, Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, BT. Exciting new series yeah. from Tyler Perry, and yeah. my man is killing it right now. <laughs> He's, he's doing a big thing. Absolutely. So, all right, you guys can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also on CBS's This Is LA Lifestyle Show. Uh, fun topics. To, well, interesting topics. Interesting, some yeah. fun. Yeah, I, some I didn't know how deep we were quite going to go on no, this it's one. No, but I think we get a good layer of, of idea. You know, I mean, it's a, something that we've been talking about for a while. So a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of vegan celebrities. A lot of be- It's a, a big subject, you know. Mm. Yeah, and mind you, I, I was not 
raised as a vegan or a vegetarian or any of this. I just became vegan not even two years ago. Yeah. So it would be easy to be like, oh, yeah, this guy must have been living this way for years. I have not been. I was eating meat and loved barbecuing and loved all the same things you do. But once you see, once you look into the eyes of these animals and you understand the suffering and you understand the repercussions, the ripple effect of not living this lifestyle... It becomes a lot easier to make those changes. When you're not aware of it, yeah. you can just sort of proceed, proceed as you've it. been. Yeah, status so you just got to allow everyone to kind of get that process into into their lives. Watch the know? Game Changers, yeah. especially the as an athlete. Changers. Watch mm-hmm. the Game Changers on Netflix. I think it, it's not going to show you animal cruelty. It's going to talk about health and protein and how you could thrive on a plant-based diet. But I would encourage that as a good So step. you got to set your DVRs. You, you know, watch Game Changers and watch Sisters. So, <laughs> and then watch BHL Online. We'll see y'all next week. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.